Hey, well, good Friday morning and welcome to Noah's Window. We've been having some fun this week with the theme of finding yourself in the Bible. And what we're talking about here is looking at Bible characters and looking at their spiritual profiles and looking at who we resemble. Uh, God doesn't make us all the same. He has different jobs for different ones of us to do. And we wind up with certain gift packages. And of course, those gift packages also tend to come with challenges. We're broken people in a broken world. Sometimes those challenges can actually be the downside of our strengths. Uh, there are a lot more profiles in the Bible than just these five that I'm giving this week. I'm just giving you five very common ones that I've watched or five that I've seen a lot in my ministry. So again, we love hearing from you. If you find yourself in a character or two or three or four in the Bible, uh, we would love to hear uh, how you see yourself and, and why you see yourself in those terms. It is fun to do this, but it's also meaningful because if I, if I can find someone in the Bible whose spiritual profile is like my own, I can learn what caused them to be blessed. I can also learn what gave them challenges and how to overcome some of those challenges. So already we've looked at bright colors, day one, that's Peter and Elijah. We've looked at the disciplined thinker. That person has great ability to absorb information and, and understand systems and, and understand complex things and make those available to the rest of us. On Wednesday, we look at the reluctant but victorious warrior. It's the person who might not see herself as a hero, but uh, God summons you to center stage. And then once you're willing, you're willing to take on that challenge, you tend to be very, very successful. It's a great, I, I admire that trait so much. I see Mary Alice in that. And then yesterday we talked about the faithful optimist. Um, and that faithful optimist uh, that we looked at yesterday was Joseph in the Old Testament. It's the person who stays upbeat because they are focused on the promises of God. So let me give you the uh, fifth of these personality, spiritual personality profiles that I, I've watched and, and I so admire this particular uh, gift package. And I would call this person, <laughs> may not be a great name, but I would call this person the compassionate need meter. And uh, when I say meter, I mean M-E-E-T-E-R, -E -E someone who meets needs out of their compassion. These are very, very special people. And whenever I'm around one of these people, uh, they make me think so much about Jesus because I think they have so much of this, they, they have so much of what Jesus had in him. There are several that I see in the Bible, many in fact. I think about Mary Magdalene, uh, who came to the tomb of Jesus to uh, prepare the body. Of course, she didn't need to come that morning because Jesus was already awake, but you, you see that in her. She felt that the preparation of Jesus' body wasn't done properly and she came back the next day to do it the right way. I, I think John, among the apostles, was a compassionate need meter. I know that he could have a temper, but I think he was very compassionate. I mean, don't you think that when Jesus gave his mother over to John at the crucifixion, it would indicate that he knew that John was gonna take very, very good care of her. But if we're gonna pick one person in the Bible, how about the Good Samaritan? Uh, the Good Samaritan that Jesus told about, we, we don't know his name. Uh, we just know that he was from Samaria. And Jesus says that he was on his way from Jerusalem to Jericho. This was a terrible road. It dropped several thousand feet in altitude, had all kinds of switchbacks and turns. It was known for robbers. And uh, so this Good Samaritan's got a business trip to make and he comes upon um, a Jewish man who is probably dying. He's been stripped, beaten, cut, and left for dead. Thieves have taken everything he's got and left him lying in the road. 
And, you know, we, uh, we read in Jesus' story how that uh, a priest saw him and went to the other side of the road and ignored him and kept on going. And then a Levite. Now, the, the difference between a priest and a Levite, their, their responsibilities were somewhat similar, but a priest had the responsibility of representing people to God. They did sacrifices, they did teaching. A Levite was somebody that would have been like, in our terms today, someone who worked at the church in some sort of technical capacity or, or some kind of facility capacity. But both of these were very special jobs. And when the priest, as I said, saw the man hurt, lying in the road, he walked on the other side of the road and kept going, so did the Levite. But along comes the Samaritan and he sees this man in such dire straits and it's beautiful to read about what happened there, how that he, uh, you know, medically applied uh, ointment to relieve his suffering. He uh, bound up the wounds. And then the Bible says he set the man on his own donkey, which, as I said a moment ago, this is a really dangerous road. And people that were on this road, they tried to get to where they were going as quick, quickly as possible. So surely this slowed him down, put himself in great jeopardy but he, he made it to the end of the road and left the man at an inn, uh, which would have been kind of like the combination of um, a care facility and a hotel. And he did two things that I find really beautiful. He paid for his care. He paid it forward, paid forward the care. And then he said to the innkeeper, I take responsibility for him. And if he costs you more than this, when I'm coming back on my business trip, I'll, I'll pay you the rest of the money. So it is beautiful that he met the needs. He met the acute needs. He thought in terms of long-term situation, and then he took responsibility. So for those of you who have this wonderful spiritual trait of being compassionate need meters, which by the way, we all should have some of this, what I notice in your life, uh, and many wonderful traits, but I notice empathy. You have the ability to put yourself in the place of the suffering person. Uh, many of us do like the priest and Levite was just kind of close our eyes to it, but you don't. You put yourself in the place of the suffering person. And then I also watch patience. <laughs> um, some of us are good at meeting needs if it doesn't last very long. But what I see in you is you have the patience. And could I just say a word of gratitude? Um, you are the ones who make a way for a broken world to work for a while. I mean, we live in a broken world with a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, but uh, your care, and I know many of you go into the medical profession or care of senior adults or um, foster care, you, just, you, you make a way for a very broken, painful world to work for a while. And I just appreciate, appreciate you so much. Now, what should you watch out for if you're a compassionate need meter? Well, I don't know that I'm going to give you everything, but you want to watch for burnout because sometimes you can burn out and that's a, it's a difficult thing to experience. You're always going to need to take some rest. Jesus, of course, was the ultimate compassionate need meter. And you read stories about how that he and his disciples would minister to people all day long. And there were seasons where Jesus said to his disciples, we're going to have to get away for a while. And that's you're not failing at your calling when you get away for a while and you take care of yourself. Um, and then here's a big one. You're going to find yourself used sometimes, and this is painful because you're going to set out to meet someone's need and you're going to find out that person really just kind of used you. And that's, that's hard to deal with and, and that's complicated. And maybe we need to just talk about that sometime in a sermon. But 
here is the thing for those of you who are compassionate need meters, you're going to have great reward in heaven. Um, I read about this in the gospel of Matthew chapter 25. Jesus is talking about what will happen at the judgment and he will say at the judgment uh, to some who are there, I think compassionate need meters, thank you for taking such good care of me. You know, I was sick and you took care of me. I was hungry and you fed me and I didn't have enough clothes and, and you got clothes for me. Well, the Bible says the righteous will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry? I mean, you know, I lived in 2020 in Kansas. Lord, I, that, that's not in the Bible. I'll just put that in. Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty or give you something to drink or a stranger and show you hospitality or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. What a wonderful, wonderful um, spiritual profile. Of course, all of us need to have this in our lives. And for those of you who make this a focus of your life, you set such an example for the rest of us to follow. Let's pray. Father, thank you for letting us be part of your family. Thank you for investing some in us of the traits that Jesus had in full measure. Lord, help us all to do our best in all five of these categories and the other categories of following you. But thank you, Lord, that you've given each of us a gift package and we pray that we'll make full use of it and that we won't stop short of accomplishing everything that our gift package allows us to accomplish for your kingdom today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, thanks for spending this kind of fun week with us and finding yourself in the Bible. And one more time, Mary Allison, I'd love to hear from you if you find yourself in one of the characters or two or three or four of the characters in the Bible and why you feel that way. Maybe you could share some of the lessons that you've learned with your personality profile. That would mean a lot. Well, Mary Allison will be back next week. I can't wait to see her Noah's windows. I know she's got a really important week of of wonderful thoughts for you. But until next time, hope you have a wonderful weekend. And for those of you who are New Springers, hope to see you this weekend at New Spring. God bless.